Hi, I'm Sifu Henry Araneda. I'm the founder of the Ultimate Martial Arts Academy. And with over 20 years of teaching experience, I've become obsessed with helping people improve their Wing Chun knowledge and skill by teaching them how to approach their training efficiently and effectively. I've created the Wing Chun by Design podcast to give you step-by-step strategies to take your Wing Chun to the next level. So guys, let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Wing Chun by Design podcast. Today, it's episode 24. And once again, I've got Stefan with me. Hi Stefan, how Hi, are you? Sifu. So today is a great one. Today, the topic is just try your best. Okay, so that's something that we hear many times, especially when uh, you're a parent and you take your kids to school and to sometimes sporting activities and you hear the parents say to their kids, just try your best. Yeah. Okay. And here at the academy, uh, you know, many times we also want our younger students to try their best. But what is your best? Yeah. Right. How far are you willing to go before you quit, before you stop, before you take a break, before you have some water? Because we're not born with the manual, right? We yep. don't know how many, let's say, in terms of exercise, how many push-ups you can do when you're a seven-year-old, okay? Uh, maybe you come from a household where everyone is active and sporty, and that seven-year-old can do 25 push-ups. Maybe you come from a household where there's not much physical activity, and the seven-year-old can do two or maybe not even one. So if you put these two seven-year-olds side by side and you just say to them both, just try your best. Well, maybe the one that can only do two will do two and stop because he he or she will say, well, that's my best. And that's fair enough. But can they do more? Mm -hmm. That's a question. Are they capable of pushing and going through the discomfort and reaching a newer goal, like a, a, a new benchmark, a, a, yeah. a new max. I want to give everyone an example uh, with my oldest son, David. Mm-hmm. When he was growing up and he was already doing his martial arts training with me, uh, we had a sporting event where at, at his school, and it was a cross-country. So he is running, and before that day, I would always set a benchmark for him. I would always say, okay, son, so this is what I want you to do. I want you to say... Um, Give it your best on that first lap, but don't stop, all right? Let's say, I would say, don't stop. Whatever you do, you can walk, you can run, but don't stop. And that's what I would usually say to him. And on this given day, I said to him, son, because he didn't really like the long distance running, and I said to him, son, look, Today, all I want you to do is just try your best. Yeah. And I left it at that. Mm-hmm. So the race began, every kid took off, and after 20 minutes, he stopped. Right. 
And then, or not 20 minutes, after 20 meters, he stopped. Yeah. And then he started talking with a friend. Right. And then he would jog a little bit more and stop. Right. And I said, well, I, I saw it with my own two eyes how different it was where before he had at least a goal. Okay, mm. if one lap, no stopping, I can walk, I can jog, I can run, but I won't stop. On this one, it was all up to him. Yeah. And like everyone, we feel pain, we feel discomfort, we feel tired. And when you're a little boy, then what, they, they may see it like, well, what's the point? Mm -hmm. I might as well just stop. Yeah. And I remember uh, running up to him and I said, son, come on, I know you can do better than this. I've seen you do better than this. Why don't you just complete the lap without stopping? Right. And then, boop, he did the switch in his mind and he kept on going. So after teaching children for decades now and teaching thousands of kids, I can kind of see how far I can push a child, um, of course, without hurting them, but knowing that I can bring the best out of them. Yeah. Because I have the experience and I've seen it with my own two eyes how I can take a child from where they are yep. to where they aspire to be. Right. Right. Or where the parent, you know, wants me to, to help them with their physicality, you know, to getting them strong and fit and everything. But as you all know, as you know, everything starts with the mindset. Yeah. So one of the things that I try to work uh, the most with the children is just building a strong mindset. Mm. Just knowing that, you know, you can take incremental steps, right? One at a time. And that goes a long way. Like we've discussed in past episodes where if you just do 20 reps of your push-ups on a daily basis, Monday to Friday, at the end of the year, you would complete it roughly 5,000 push-ups right. in a year. And if you do that, you are already at another level. So then your best becomes something new, something that you're not used to. And your best is almost like an unattainable goal for your peer if you're a seven-year-old little boy or yeah. girl. Would you agree? No, I agree. I, you know, I think kids, a lot of kids, in my experience, if you set a goal for them, they'll rise to it. Yes. As long as you support them, you show them how to do it. Once they see, oh, I passed what I thought was my best, they get motivated, more confident, and they just keep getting better. Yes. So it's just, you can't, it's, you know, sometimes I think people just use that, do your best as a throwaway line. Yes. And it's very ambiguous. You don't know, the child doesn't know, oh, well, I'm getting puffed now. That was my best effort. So what you're saying is right. Like you need goals, structure, those things are important to a child. So, and they thrive. Like I've had the same experience with my students in terms of the basic things like push-ups and running, set them a goal and you'll see every class, they're ready to come and try their, tr truly try to push past what was their limit before. And it's the environment. Yeah. 
you know, you have the person that's leading the way, in this case, you, me here, yeah. right? We're showing them, we're encouraging them, we're being an example, but also the environment that that is happening is conducive to yes. the goal, to the outcome. Yeah. And that is super important because the child or teenager feel that I can do it. Yeah. It is possible. And I'm supported. And I'm supported. And I you know, and if I fail, which to me, you know, it's just feedback, it's just look, that's part of the learning process. Yeah. You get back up and you keep on going. Yeah. And so, and what you said before about you have the child that's in from an active environment and child that's from an inactive environment. The thing is here or in my class, it's an active environment. Right. These are the values that, these are the things we value. Exactly. Right. So when you know that, like, and you want to be a part of that, the child will rise to trying to do, you know, doing their best because that's what's valued in this place. And, and the thing is, see, I understand that n- here, for example, my students, I understand that not everyone will one day become a martial arts champion. Yes. But this may sound cliche, but I do truly want everyone that comes into this school to one day become a champion at life. Right. At whatever it is that you choose to do with your life, yes. you become a champion of it because the life skills that you're learning here, yes. they're hard to find. You know, and I can say this as you know, the Sifu, the teacher here, but also I can say it as a parent because I see where I take my own children for their extracurricular activities. And I see the people coaching them and right. teaching them. There's no passion. Yeah. Just do this, kick the ball, do that, this and that. It's like they're doing it because who knows what motivates them to be there at that given time. But, but it's a missed opportunity because I think athletics, sports, martial arts, it's all of the life skills in action. It's absolutely. Not, it's not words. I mean... Right? And children, that's what they respond to because they're living it. If you play team sport or individual sport or, you know, you setting goals, working together, working with a training partner, working in a team is happening all it's a part of your whole existence in terms of that time and your it's reality so all those those values that we value in society in whatever you pursue that's coming out in all of these things that they do and the coach is responsible to cultivate that and to see with the life skills that I teach the children here at the academy those are elements that you need in any life endeavor if you want to be successful. See, life, the way I see it, is a race. It's a competition. And I know people may not agree with me, but hear me out. You leave school, you want to go to uni. Uh, how many thousands of students are applying for the same course that you want to get into? Yeah. 
So if there's 3,000 people and, that are, and there are only 78 openings, are you telling me that's not a competition yeah. to get in? Then once you leave, you want to go and find the ideal job? Aren't there more candidates for the same position? And are you going to settle for something less? Exactly. Are you going to settle for something less? If they close a door on you, what are you going to do next? Are you going to go home, run to mum and dad and say, it didn't work out, I'm just going to eat cereals watching TV? Yeah. Or are you going to get back up and say, hang on? Or if the uni you want to get into, that's the uni I'm going to, the mentality to say, that's what I'm getting into. I don't want to be one of 75. I want to be the number one candidate. Right. And with work. All yeah. right. Let's say... You are already working, whatever it, 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 it is. You're a carpenter, you're a builder, you're a mechanic, you're a doctor, you're a dentist. And you want to get a contract to, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Fix a fleet of cars for this company. Again, there's always someone that wants what you want. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Are you just going to wait and see or are you going to go for it? Yeah. Are you going to fail right? Moving forward with your life. Is there ever going to be a situation where you fail? Guaranteed, 100%. Mm -hmm. But what do you do next? See, everyone, not just a child, but in general, as adults, when we fail, when we fall, you know what? 99% of people will stand back up. The question you should ask is, how long will you stay on the floor before you get up? Right. That's the key mm -hmm. to success or failure. Yeah. Am I going to stay down and get back up, bounce back up and analyze? Okay, what did I do here? How can I improve? What was wrong about this? How can I become better at it? And this and that. Boom, you move on, you progress, you evolve, you get better, you get it next time. Right. Or are you just going to sit and cry about it and blame everyone else? Yeah and not take responsibility and stay there and be stuck. And then that becomes your reality. You know, your reality. Yeah. So, well, as you can see, maybe my physiology changed a little bit. Like I was really uh, pumped about that because, you know, I truly believe that we can all do better. Yeah. I truly believe that life is all about growth. Yeah. Okay, when you say to someone, try your best, you really want to try and push them a little bit further because you know, let's say if you're a parent, you know your child better than anyone and just see how far they're willing to go. Yeah. But the next part is crucial. Once you reach that level, then that becomes your average. And how do you push on from there? Exactly. Right? Because you can say, have you heard someone say, oh, when I was in high school and, you know, we used to do this or we used to do that. Or someone would say in business, oh, yeah, I used to own this and I did that. And what happened now? Like, where are you now? Mm. Life is all about growth and it's about finding that new phase. I think and that's why the environment's important. Absolutely. Because if you have your peers push you along you know not that you're being competitive or anything but having people that are wanting to achieve the similar goals will help you as well exactly exactly you, it, you need that you know and i know we're kind of like talking a lot about 
um, physical activity to, because I find it's, a, it's an easy way to illustrate the point and use these as an example. But this also goes and into, you know, academics. And art, music. Art, music, right. reading. Do you read two pages and then just put the book down and, you know, do something else? Right. Or do you have the discipline to say, okay, mum said three chapters today and yeah. it's three chapters, yeah. but then be in it, yeah. not just reading and not have it sink in. Yeah. Um, so definitely this applies to everything. I remember when I was training early on, and you were getting me to do those chai gurks hopping, you know, yep. up and down the um, training hall. And you told, and it was really hard for me because I'm heavier and it was difficult. But you told me it's the difficult things you do that separate you from everyone else. Absolutely. And that, 100%. that stuck with me, you know, even in my teaching career, it's... It's such a true statement. It's those really difficult things that 99% of people aren't willing to do that move you forward. 100%. Yep. And that's why I always tell, you know, students, just practice at home, even if it's just five minutes, because those five minutes add up and they, you know, start as something small, but then they become something big because it's all about discipline yeah right and taking you know like the um chinese proverb the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step right and that's it you have to take that first step and then you know see what that leads you to yeah okay all right guys so i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did um i know it's one that i will have my children listen to uh, more than once because I think there were a few gold nuggets in this one. And Stefan, thank you again for joining me. Thanks, Sifu. Guys, we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thank you. Bye. Bye.